0: hello and welcome to weed and grub
1: what up mary jane
0: how's it going mike
1: what a great week
0: yeah how you be i'm good spicy
1: Oh, you're feeling spicy? Mm-hmm. Spicy Ooh. meatball
0: today. <laughs> spicy
1: meatball. Uh-huh. That's so funny because I'm not sure if you mean like your body, you feel like you're shaped like a meatball and you got something to say, uh-huh. or if you just have meatballs on the mind.
0: Oh, uh, why not both? <laughs> it's Sure. <sharp. laughs> Why not
1: both? <laughs> <laughs> That's what this podcast is. Welcome to Weed and Grub, everyone. This is a podcast about weed and grub. And food. <laughs> and sex. Pop culture.
0: Uh, meatballs.
1: Yeah. And uh, USA. Ooh. USA. And USA. the World Cup. Yeah. Woo. What a oh my gosh. I woke up and watched the second half. So I got to see both goals. Unbelievable. Mega Rapino side-eyed. The ref, when she went for her PK kick, did you see it? Am I telling you something you already saw?
0: I didn't see it. I didn't, and I'm bummed, so I want to hear all about it.
1: When you watch the highlights and you see the goals, watch her side-eye the ref like, blow the fucking whistle already? I'm ready to score and move on with this. Uh Like, just a stone-cold killer. She's so talented. Yeah. The whole team is so talented. She's just such a great leader. She's somebody I needed in my life right now, and I didn't even know it. Her and Lil Nas X. God damn.
0: What the world needs right now. Like unapologetic fucking ambassadors for what they believe in that stand up and speak truth to power. That's it. Hell yes. I've
1: never thought of that type of ambassador, but that is to me the most important ambassador you can have.
0: Yeah. Speaking out for what they believe in while doing what they're best at.
1: And delivering on that? Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: incredible. To
1: deliver at the highest level on the world stage?
0: Under immense pressure while never bowing or caving and just like being, if anything, even better, like being like a diamond formed by that pressure, making, letting it make you shine brighter.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's such a wild way to think of like rising above the occasion. It's not rising to the occasion. It's like you are making the occasion meet you At the level you're at.
0: Yeah, it's outdoing everyone's expectations. On your own terms, Hell while standing yes. up for what you believe in. Like, Duh. you got going to say that again. That's why we're dropping this mini, because we had to talk about a few things, and that's one of them.
1: Absolutely.
0: Like, how incredible Megan Rapinoe is, how incredible that whole team is, and the fact that we also interviewed Britt and Kendra of Oso Verde Farms. They've partnered with Megan Rapinoe for their new CBD brand, Mendy.
1: Yeah, if you would like to hear that ep, it is a spotlight series that we just dropped. Oso Verde Farms is the name, and Mendy is their CBD line.
0: And they are partnered with Megan's twin sister, Rachel Rupino, as the CEO of the company. And then I love, I'm just going to actually read their titles because it's on their website, which is themendico.com and their founding team. They all have like um, kind of like athletic titles. So Rachel Rapino is the CEO and head coach. (laughs) (laughs) And then Kendra uh, is chief strategist and offensive coordinator. And Britt, who is the other half of Oso Verde that we spoke to with Kendra, uh, is the COO and team captain.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then on
0: their board of advisors, Megan Rapinoe is board advisor and athlete ambassador for Mendy, and they are a CBD brand that hopefully will go to the Olympics in 2020. I mean, that's their goal. That's it, and especially now with Megan Rapinoe taking the world stage over, like there's nothing, there's nothing they can't do. So cool, and to hear that the women's team won the World Cup this morning to wake up to that and just pour through social media and just see how excited and proud everyone is at a time when it's hard to be excited and proud all the time about you know things. They (laughs) Things. We don't need to get into. That's not what this is about. Things
1: with so many Gs. Yes. uh, Because it's like gritting your teeth. Anyway.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So congratulations to... I mean, everyone on Team USA and to Mendy for just everything that's to what's coming next for you guys.
1: Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're just dancing on the moon. Yeah. What else is happening this week?
0: Oh, I don't know. Your face is everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Dessert Island guy?
1: It's so cool. Thank you. Yeah. It feels really fucking cool. I'm really proud.
0: Yeah. So you're on a Dunkin' Donuts national commercial.
1: I am the star of it which is cool to say and i normally wouldn't say that but it hit me once they started airing it everywhere that dunkin donuts which is a very huge brand chose me of seven billion people on earth to represent them and it didn't occur to me how big a deal that actually is until the commercials came out because i was like well if they don't come out it was cool and i had a great couple days shooting yeah but now that they're out I'm like holy fuck like this is something I can be really proud of and hang my hat on a bit so I'm trying to I'm trying to enjoy it instead of worry about what's next
0: oh my god yes I ho- I hope that you can because it's so fun to watch like you're out there spearing culottes and like <laughs> ha- like castaway style like Tom Hanks talking to a coconut and shit
1: yeah it's fun well, thanks for going and getting cool with me today. Oh,
0: my God. OK, so we had to do this because, you know, what else are we going to do when you're in a like national ad campaign for this the summer drink for Dunkin Donuts. So, yeah, we uh, went down to Dunkin Donuts, drove there. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Talked to Diana. She was very nice at the counter. Yep. Ordered the cookies and cream, Heath and Kit Kat Coolada. All three. All three. Whipped cream on top because you gotta.
0: Have to. Have to. With that domed top, which always weird, like the top, the sort of top that fits the whipped cream. Yeah. I don't know. What about that always weirds me out?
1: I love it if they use it right. To yeah. me, there's a big, this is kind of a bit of a... Dome complaint, Oh, okay. I would say. <laughs> I feel like if you put the whipped cream on and then you put the dome on top, yeah. you're doing it so wrong. Oh,
0: what? You think you, they should put the dome on and then put the, the right, nozzle in? Right, because then you fill in? it.
1: Yeah, and you fill that puppy up.
0: Oh.
1: I just think if you're going to use a whipped cream dome, you should put the dome on first and fill it up with whipped cream.
0: Okay. Dome but, first. Dome first. Dome first. Right? first. You Got don't you. fill the
1: condom with cum oh. and then put it on. <laughs>
0: What a weird comparison. <laughs> but I hear you and I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> they were tasty and thank yeah. you for going because
1: I really, really low-key wanted to go and just try them all. But I felt a little bit losery if oh, I would have gone alone.
0: We ha- I mean, of, of all the things that you and I have ever done together, that was like a m- absolute must. Like, come over today. Let's go to Dunkin' Donuts. This is fucking awesome. And we, yeah, got all three, tasted them all. They're all like... Cool, sweet summer treats, exactly what you would think they would taste like. I love
1: a sweaty ice glass. Oh, yeah. You know, sweaty plastic when it's cool to the touch. I'm all about the Kit Kat. Part of the
0: ad campaign, there's like this really quick little video clip of like, are you just making a fire out of Kit Kat? Yeah,
1: I light two (laughs) Kit Kats on fire and I make a drink.
0: I mean, that's going to be with you for the rest of your life. Yeah, it is. That's a cool thing. And
1: if I was on that Naked and Afraid show, all all I need is a bag of Kit Kats and... (laughs) you know I'm gonna, we don't have to hunt we don't have anything i got cool treats yeah summer eats yeah would you right go there. on that show Just naked and afraid mm-hmm. no never no right bugs love me too much they, there's something about my blood like oh. i read some weird thing about mosquitoes picking and not picking certain people based on traits yep and mosquitoes love my fucking blood you're a snack yeah
0: <laughs> yeah <I'm a> snack. <laughs> A skeeter snack. That just reminds me of some of the memes that are coming around now because of this commercial. That uh, what one that I saw was it's a picture of you looking at the culotta that you've just speared out of the ocean. And it says snack lustily looking at snack. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) You're getting memed. It's pretty cool. That's fucking great. Thanks. Get you someone who looks at uh, you like Glazer looks at a culotta. (laughs) It's good.
1: I'm real proud. Yeah. Yeah. What
0: was the like oddest or weirdest or most fun part of that whole experience?
1: Uh, There's two. Okay. So if you want to get into both, I think the lesson for me with this in particular was I had the flu during the auditions, Uh and so I didn't think twice about the audition. I just showed up. I did the thing. I did the best I could, and I left, and I left feeling great because I felt like I nailed it, and I just wanted to go back to bed and Mm. sleep, and I don't know how to get to that place all the time, but it seems like... More times than not, success comes when you're not fucking thinking about it and overthinking it.
0: Mm. Yeah, what a great point.
1: How do you get there? How do you walk into every room and be like, it is what it is, man?
0: I yeah, I don't know. I, I, I haven't gotten there myself. I mean, I do know that uh like the the sort of the a tip for, that I always used to tell myself was that like you walk in like it's just part of your day it's not your day shouldn't be about that thing it's just especially when you're auditioning as an actor because hopefully you're going to more than one and so each one should just be a part of your day and you're just sort of like hit, hitting it you know killing it and then forgetting about it and moving on like that's, that's the ideal thing so it sounds like that flu kind of knocked out your um, part of your brain that would normally like amp you up more and then yeah you're just, the self-conscious like, part yeah it's just like this is part of my day I'm gonna kill it and then I'm gonna yeah go home and take care of myself
1: because I was so fucking sick for that in the callback <laughs> I was so sick so when I showed up I was just already not over it but I was I was so like okay let's just do this so I can get back to fucking bed Ugh. Wow! And so to like go in and have it be a part of a bigger flow, and that flow being I need to sleep. Yeah, was a was a beautiful way. It, it makes me wonder, like, if you were if you wanted a promotion or you were hoping for your dream job, I you know I think it just goes beyond. I'm trying to take it beyond auditions, is what I'm talking in circles about. Sure. I'm trying to figure out how to take that. Not I'm trying to overthink how to not overthink. Well, because it goes bigger than auditions.
0: I well, oh, I think if I can sort of try and. Paraphrase what I'm hearing you say is that like you're uh, saying that it, whatever it is that you're doing, whatever interview you're going in for, or audition, or you know, b- business venture that you're embarking on, that it just can't be the everything. It has to be part of a bigger picture. And that way, if it succeeds, then it's great and it's still part of your picture. And if it lets you down, then you can let go of it without it sort of like tanking you completely. And that's how to really be successful is to like never hang everything on one thing that can sort of destroy you or take you down for any amount of time, right?
1: Thank you. I feel like I wanted to cut all of my nonsense out, but you just put it in such a clean bikini that I love it so much, so thank you. (laughs)
0: Clean bikini, I love it.
1: You know, just all the parts are there.
0: Yeah, you know, I just had an image in my head of a little meatball in a clean bikini. (laughs) 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 Just like on a pool (laughs) floaty.
1: I don't know why. <laughs> Does it have legs or is it a yeah, it b- has, meatball in a bikini? No,
0: it was a meatball in a bikini, but then it had little tiny spindly arms and legs, like stick arms and legs. Maybe made of spaghetti. I don't know. Oh, that would make sense, right? I'm making spaghetti tonight. I think that's why it's on my
1: mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. When um, dreams become reality. Yeah. Thank you for helping me figure out what I was trying to get at.
0: I really like hearing you talk about it because I've seen you now, this is actually I think the second audition or commercial that you've booked since I've known you where you've actually gone in on a day where you weren't feeling your best.
1: Yeah, I book I book things when I'm ill.
0: And it's really cool actually to sort of like know that, I mean I think that's part of you being like a... a, a athlete who performed at the highest level too is like you just show up and deliver even if you're not feeling well they would never know yes but for you it might take a little bit of the pressure off yourself where you're like i'm actually just thinking about chicken noodle soup and like my bunk Mm -hmm. interesting yeah Yeah.
1: exactly it makes me wonder like i I, i've always wanted to see a tv show where you talk to top athletes who disappear Mm -hmm. into their um into that zone yeah and what when they're prepared, and when they prepare that much that they disappear into the flow, Yeah. like if they're able to tap into that, if it's a magical thing, like they're chasing a muse, like how that all comes together. Because every time I watch somebody watch themselves on tape, like a UFC fighter watch themselves on tape, they only talk about technique. They only talk about technique and psychology. They never talk about how they could sense a right hook coming before the right hook came. And so they were, uh, they were like, playing in the future in a way mm-hmm. they never talk about that but I believe that that's where they are
0: yeah I totally believe that and I'm going to put out into the universe right now as we're talking about this that we should interview Megan Rapinoe and talk to her about Mendy and how she gets in the pocket where she is when she's in that zone what she's feeling when she gives the ref that side eye to say like let's get this going or where someone like um who's the goalie for uh the St. Louis Blues oh Bennington Bennington when he was like Someone asked him if he was, what was the question when someone was oh, like, Oh, are you-, you nervous? Yeah. And he was like, Do I look nervous? Yeah. No. I'm not thinking about that. I'm just existing in the moment, or if anything, like a little bit ahead of the moment. Yes. I'm living a little faster than all the rest of you.
1: Oh, I feel like I'm rambling, and you're living ahead of me right now, oh. because I'm trying <laughs> to catch up to my thoughts as I say them, and you are able to hear me in a way that helps me make sense, so I shut up.
0: That's why we do this. We help each other hear things. You do the same for me. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. We, you know, you got to talk it out to clarify sometimes.
1: Sometimes? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Oh, the other thing with Dunkin' Donuts that yeah. I wanted to talk about was... uh. I I got on set. We shot the first day on the Desert Island Beach with the kit <laughs> with the Kit Kat hut and the uh, the wind chime made of Hershey bars. So good. And two minutes in, they were like, "All right, let's spray tan you." And I go, "What?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, you're a desert Desert Island guy. Like we need to spray tan you and tease out your beard and look you make you look a little wild." I was like, "I had no idea." And they were like, "All right, well get down to your underwear." And I'm like, "My name is Mike." <laughs> nice to meet you and our first we had a great time I was in the hair and makeup trailer and you know they're getting all my creases with a uh, spray tan uh-huh a- and I it was a great way to start the day because anything after something that fun and silly and being like look at what we're doing at five in the morning it just makes for a great day with good good people so it was a very fun existence so. it's
0: very fun I love I love watching this spot I love the run that you do when you run out of the hut down onto the beach <laughs> it's like it's like there's I don't know the whole thing is great I'm really excited for you
1: thanks yeah yeah I <laughs> I will say we had to stop down after that run. Because they were like, all right, next shot. And I'm like, oh, God, not yet. Because I was so out of shape. like I'm not a beach runner. I don't run on the beach for a living. Uh, And so I could not catch my breath. My breath was gone. (laughs) That was a funny part. Anyway. It's great. uh, Thank you for asking me about it. I'm feeling pretty good. If anyone out there wants to... Uh, go on Weed and Grub's Instagram at Weed and Grub, and send us a picture of you with some Dunkin' Donuts, or in front of a Dunkin' Donuts, or with a Coolada, or I don't know. Make them a meme. Sure. Yeah. Great.
0: I like seeing all the yeah everything that everyone's doing and interacting. Like you're getting some cool DMs. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. Thanks.
1: Yeah. I feel like I'm rambling because I don't really like talking about myself in this I know way. You so do. I just kind of want to shut very up. Very twitchy. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs>
0: It's so funny because sometimes when we talk on the podcast and I'll start like opening up about something and you're like, ooh, like you're uh, shifting in your seat there a little bit. I'm seeing you do it right now. It's like, yeah, I totally get it. It's not always the most fun thing to do, but we got to celebrate it. Yeah. I mean, you're the fucking lead in a national commercial for Dunkin' Donuts right now, which is just amazing. So let's celebrate it. Cool. And, you know, yeah.
1: I appreciate it. Keep enjoying. Thank you. Yeah. On another tip, okay. I kind of came in with an agenda today that I'm hoping we can flesh out a little. Okay. I went to dinner two nights ago alone, mm-hmm. got an appetizer, an entree, and two glasses of wine. Nice. The appetizer I got was oysters, Okay. and there were five. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> I don't know what you're looking at me like that for. Why
1: is it an odd number of... Appetizer bites. Why
0: does it bother you that it's an odd number?
1: Because if we were going together, we would have to fight over the fifth or do that dance where we're like, oh, no, you have it or I have or whatever. Give me an even number of every appetizer or, or or don't put it on the fucking menu. I need six or a four or an eight.
0: Do you feel like maybe because you were dining by yourself, they just put an extra one on your plate to be nice? Because sometimes that happens in restaurants. No,
1: absolutely not. Oh,
0: listen, I was always like as a as a server and bartender, I was always trained to and enjoyed being nicer to solo diners like you take extra care of them there's like a level of you know
1: no can, no you don't not feel at like this that place was- because the people next <laughs> to me the general manager came over and talked to both of them and was like so great to see you again here's a card for a free late night dish okay. if you come in after 10 and then he looked at me and goes how are you doing and I was like, oh, fuck off. You're going to give the people next to me a business card for something free. Then you see me sitting here alone reading a book and you're just going to give a curt nod. He gave you an extra oyster, though. No, he didn't. <laughs> Why are you making an excuse for this restaurant and not coming to my corner? I, I am
0: in your corner. I just need to push back against it a little bit. Because, oh listen, God. so appetizers if, you're saying should only be even.
1: If we had mozzarella, let's say they were mozzarella sticks and we were there together. Sure. Five mozzarella sticks? Two and a half each. I'm not going to split an app with you.
0: I will split an app with you. What's we your problem? Shouldn't, because
1: we shouldn't have to cut a mozzarella stick in half. That's
0: the best part. You get all the goo that pours out.
1: No, you bite that and you get the second half with the. You're just being an asshole. <laughs> you're being an asshole and I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But, but, come on. Well, then Even give numbers. me the extra
0: one. If, if oh there's yeah five, i would. you know just give me the extra one
1: of course i would give you the extra one or
0: i would give it to you it would just be nice like that i get it though i mean chicken wings don't come in five batches of five it's always six or six or twelve
1: that's a great point it mm-hmm. is right it always it's always yeah. an even number of chicken wings yep the number one appetizer there is that's listen, some would say a whole meal
0: i might go get some later
1: suck a wing I'm a
0: bit, i've been thinking about sucking a wing Yep. Yeah, chicken
1: wings got it figured out. Yeah. I'm Always surprised. an even. Oysters
0: are usually half a dozen or a dozen, so. This was five. Well, this place is definitely, you know, put it on Yelp.
1: That That's why, like, I think a nacho is a great appetizer. Sure. Because it's just a free for all in a trough.
0: Yeah, you're not counting the chips. Right, yeah.
1: <laughs> Can you imagine? Has everyone got 31, <laughs> 32, 33. God damn it. All right, now to do beans. One, <laughs> two, six. Yeah. Right. It either needs to be a free for all, or if there is a, if it's an itemized list, then it needs to be even. God damn it! I just wish all apps were even.
0: Yeah, two or four or six.
1: Six, right? Right. Six yeah. seems like a good app. Yeah. Everybody gets three. Yeah. That's a good app.
0: Reasonable.
1: Right. Okay. Because I feel like five, especially two bites of something. Yeah. That's not an appetizer. That's a that's an amuse bouche.
0: Okay, I hear you. Yeah. I agree with you. I support you. Thank you. You're welcome.
1: God damn. I'm so self-conscious about this episode. Why? Because I'm talking about myself. I'm complaining about advertisers. We this one never is...
0: get to hear from you about this kind of stuff, Mike. <laughs> I, I want to hear from you about this kind of stuff. All right. You often like get me to you draw me out and get me to talk about stuff. So it's yeah, great yeah. to like draw you out a little bit and hear about things from you. Thank you. It's good.
1: Cool. Yeah. I'll work on I'll work on uh less rambling and more insightful tapping into who I am so I can share a bit more with you.
0: I think the ramble is part of the fun, but there you have it.
1: (laughs) You know, I love a tight worded, Yeah. you know, I'm all about getting things right and tight. Well,
0: you like sitting back and sitting in the cut and watching other people ramble. Yeah. Right? Right. And once you feel yourself rambling, it's like you feel exposed. It's like you have ventured out from behind your rock and you're like crossing open terrain and you don't know what's going to happen next and it makes you feel weird.
1: Fuck yeah. That's
0: primal shit right there. Yeah, it is. It's primal. Uh-huh. Like my
1: neck is exposed, which is why my shoulders are up around my ears right now to protect my neck.
0: Yeah. Your soft your like your soft belly, like someone could come up and just, you know, shank you and then that's it for you.
1: Yeah. That's curtains.
0: <laughs> curtains. <laughs> curtains. So I know it doesn't feel safe, but you know, sometimes you have to venture forth <sighs> from behind your rock.
1: Word. Right? Yeah.
0: Going hunting for a culottas or whatever it is that you're looking for. <laughs>
1: yeah. Wow, what a great spear. Yeah. Pull up a culotta and a donut. Oh. Share with a coconut friend.
0: That'll keep you alive for a couple hours.
1: That's great. It was yeah. a fun time. Shout out to Things Working Out.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Things Working Out, man. I mean, that's one great thing about dropping this mini app because we wanted to shout out like how great it is that the women's team won the World Cup and that you're fucking doing this commercial because that's two things to celebrate when a lot of things are crazy and it just feels good and we have to Focus on some of that and like, you know, use that to leverage ourselves into the next positive thing and just not dwell on the negative because it's so easy right now to get caught up in darkness and turmoil and despair because yeah. there's so much of that going on. So it's great to be like happy about the good things and feel OK about being happy about the good things. Really? Totally. You know, I think a
1: lot of people can relate to the idea of feeling guilty for feeling happy.
0: Oh, my God. I have huge guilt over feeling happy. Always.
1: But focusing on them and saying out loud that you are happy mm-hmm. actually is really cool to hear yourself say that. Yeah. What it's, a positive, wonderful time this is. It's Holy great. shit. I was coming into this mini episode a little trepidatious because I knew what we were going to be talking about. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, hell yeah. Team USA. I can talk about that forever. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Appetizers. Very angry. Can't wait to vent. The Dunkin' Donut chip was where I was kind of like, all right, let's skirt around that, get through that as quick as we can, <laughs> and then move on. Yeah. So, yeah, saying you're happy out loud. I hope everyone listening to this just kind of whispers to themselves, says out loud, like, I'm happy, or I'm thankful for this. Yeah. And I do think that helps you go on a path towards more positive outcomes.
0: Absolutely. And if it, you know in the in the moment of saying that to yourself like I'm happy about this if you can also let go of something that you you know that was weighing you down a little bit, that's fucking awesome too. I How try do you and, do that? I try and do that every once in a while. Like recently I got some news that I was just really happy about and then I was overwhelmed with emotion and I like cry. I was crying. And I was like, "Well, why am I crying about this?" and it was like because I'm kind of shedding some things that I've been holding on to. Where, like, I didn't think that I was going to get that news. And also, like, um, I'm just in a new place in my life where almost everything is new. Like, I moved to LA and I've built this whole new world for myself. And so, mo- finding happy moments in that, are, it's almost a little destabilizing. It's really interesting.
1: It's, do you actually have a physical way that you let go of? Like, what do you say, let go of something? I'd like to try it, to be honest. Like, if I'm happy about this Dunkin' Donuts commercial uh-huh. and the validation that comes with being chosen and doing a great job with it, how do you let go of that thing that was a bit of a barnacle on the ship?
0: Oh, I I mean it's I I can't speak for anyone else. My my thing is to do something that makes me feel really great. Sometimes that's just like pouring a cup of coffee and going sitting out back and listening to the birds in the trees. Sometimes it's taking myself out to dinner. Sometimes it's, you know, going on a hike with my dog, whatever it is, but generally it has something to do with being by myself and my thoughts and not distracting myself with any like screen and just really thinking about what I'm grateful for and thinking about what I want to let go. And then, kind of thanking whatever it is that I'm letting go for serving whatever purpose it served. Because usually, you know, you hold on to something, even if it's something that's hurting you, you hold on to it for a reason and it does serve some kind of purpose. So I usually try and really think about that thing, whatever it was, what purpose it might have been serving me, and kind of thank it gently and then release it.
1: Wow. And sometimes I'll do it with wow. a little ritual,
0: like burn a candle or, you know, whatever it is that, you know, feels ritualistic to you. It's it's definitely an act, though, of like, um, you know, it's a very intentional act of letting go of something.
1: The thanking it part is fucking me up right now. Oh. For real. Huh. Be- because the uh, the aggro hunting primal caveman part of me. Uh-huh. Is like no, you kill that thing, right. you you murder it, <laughs> you you murder that thing so mm-hmm. that it can never come back. But the idea of thanking it and like gently letting it go actually brings peace to you mm-hmm. and more closure. I feel like definitely. Fuck, that's smart and cool. Thank it, you so much.
0: Absolutely, yeah. It, even even if it's something that has hurt you, even if it's been a thorn in your foot, you can pull it out and look at it, and you know whatever it is that you learned from that pain. There's something there always to be, you know, you don't have to necessarily be grateful for it, but you can have learned from it and be grateful for whatever it is you learned. I don't know. I'm just repeating myself at this point. But you know what I mean?
1: I do. I think it's something that I'd love to take more action on and like see how it goes in my life. Because that just sounds nice. Yeah. And then maybe I will do Naked and Afraid. Yeah. And I'll be like, thank you for this dysentery. I have learned so much about these berries. (laughs) Wonderful.
0: So glad I lost 28 pounds and all my hair.
1: different dessert island yes
0: yes word yeah
1: great tan though yeah Oof.
0: so good great tan. all over no yeah. tan lines that's when i know i've been on a truly great vacation is when i have zero tan lines does
1: that mean you're naked yeah all
0: the time as naked as i can possibly be all the time
1: yeah yeah Ooh, yeah. sexy and also <laughs>
0: where oh, am i so free
1: yeah where, where is
0: this where is she uh <laughs> last time i went on a vacation like that it was in greece and it was truly incredible i found like a secluded beach that i would visit almost every day and uh, drove an atv there and back from my like kind of little tiny place on a cliff and it was awesome very solitary did a lot of letting go and thanking the lessons that i had painful lessons that i learned like dipping in the aegean sea and being like thank you on to the next thing it was cool
1: I've never been naked in the ocean, but that sounds awesome.
0: It's the best. Fuck.
1: That sounds awesome. It's I'm I best. you know how I feel about the ocean. Uh-huh. But boy oh boy, naked in it sounds naked real nice. The,
0: yeah. It's it's uh it's it's <laughs> the, the new life.
1: version of Naked and Afraid is just naked and thankful in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, not a long show, not a compelling no. show. But if you're on the show, it's great.
0: Yeah, it's just, you know, <laughs> you bobbing around in the waves, f- f- thanking the universe for that you're still alive, <laughs> which I have done, and it is great. Not super compelling TV.
1: No, you can't sell ads against that. But it feels great. <laughs> <laughs> These ads full of fear. Mm. Buy this or you suck. And then, <laughs> and you're now back like, to somebody. I'm l- so glad I'm alive. <laughs> I need nothing. <laughs> Get this truck. <laughs> hey fuck face you need a truck or you suck
0: oh my god yeah
1: <laughs> oh shit that's funny Yeah. wood watch okay. <laughs> on wind chime network
0: will pitch <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you everyone for listening we have a great month of guests Ugh. so excited to drop new apps on Mondays and Wednesdays thank you for listening thank you for leaving five star reviews thank you for all of your reviews DMs that whisk pick you got
0: uh huh yes yes
1: Follow us at Weed and Grub on Instagram. Go to weedandgrub.com. Oh, shit. Two more things, Mary Jane. What? One is if you want to see me perform, I'm performing on Thursday on the 420 Comedy Show. You can see it on my Instagram and Twitter. Shout out to Tema for um, booking me on a dynamite 420-friendly show. So that's on Thursday night. And we were just in a magazine.
0: So we were rated as one of the top five cannabis podcasts to listen to by... What are they called canvas canvas
1: c-a-n-n-v-a-s yes canvas
0: canvas and they wrote uh weed and grub is one of the most freewheeling and fun podcasts um it's a great review we were included with a bunch of other awesome podcasts and just yeah so grateful always to be like shouted out by awesome people so yeah it's the it's coolest
1: a, it's a really nice surprise
0: yeah It was really fun. I mean, it's just, it's just neat to like sit down and do this, do this with you because we love to do it and then have people tune in.
1: Can I read my favorite part? Yes. The conversation is fluid, funny, and never bruised by the awkwardness that plagues so many talking head podcasts. Nice. That means a lot because I think we put a lot of work into like. Just connect.
0: Yeah, just connecting and being as open and honest as as possible, and feeling like sometimes vulnerable and weird. <laughs>
1: <laughs> can we call this one Mike gets the heebie-jeebies?
0: Uh, no, we can call this celebrating Mike. Maybe he feels a little bit weird about it. <laughs> Come on.
1: Oh, Mary Jane, thanks so much.
0: You're. I love doing this with you, and congrats on everything. And um, yeah, go Team USA.
1: Hell yeah! Bye, everybody.
0: Bye.